welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. This is episode number 68. Today is March 15th, 2020. Is today a holiday? Is today the Ides of March? Is that a thing? Um, I'm looking at my calendar. I don't see anything on it, um, so I'm not sure. I think the Ides of March is a thing. I think it's, yeah, March 15th. It's a Julius Caesar thing, right? I, think, I have no idea. I think that's the <laughs> day that... You're way smarter than me, so I don't know. I think, I think that's the day that they all killed Julius Caesar. So now <laughs> they always say... celebrate that. I, I, well, it's not on your calendar. It's not, it's no, not on mine either. No. Yeah, it's not on mine either. Okay. Well, I am um, Jerry Evanoff. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. Um, I hope we don't have to beware the Ides of this podcast. I, I don't know if that's a thing. Um, <laughs> joining me as always is my sister, Lindsay. Lindsay, how are you today? How is this um, coronavirus pandemic affecting your life? Um, people are freaking out. Uh, the, the grocery stores are often empty of supplies. Like yesterday, I wanted to make some chili. I just wanted a pot of chili. Like for no other reason than I had a hankering for chili. I couldn't find ground beef anywhere. Um, I finally did get some ground beef. A neighbor of mine went to the store and she's like, they have ground beef. I said, get me some. So she brought me like five pounds of ground beef. So I got my chili. I'm going to make it today. Actually, I didn't have time yesterday because I made spaghetti sauce with meatballs yesterday. Um, And uh, let's see here. Uh, We got a we got a notice from Kean's school. I know a lot of the schools are shutting down. We got a notice from Kean's school saying that they're not going to shut down. Um, I think, though, that they eventually will. We're coming up on spring break. So I think they're going to use that as kind of like a hey, spring break plus the week before the week after or two weeks after or something like that. So, um, and then, you know, Jeremy's supposed to come home in the next three weeks. So um, as of right now, he's supposed to come home and self-quarantine. So I guess he's supposed to hang out in the guest room with no contact with us. Um, He's been gone six months. Not real sure how that's going to go. Yeah, I don't think that's going to go well at all. I, I don't know. I have a lot of other military friends. I was just talking to one uh, this morning, Dana. What's up, Dana? Her husband just came home from England and France, and she set up their room with video games and a little refrigerator. And so hopefully. Oh, I want to self quarantine. That sounds awesome. I, that's what we were saying. Like, we as moms who have been parenting for the last however many months, we should be the ones that get to self quarantine. Maybe someday. I don't know. We'll see. So will he ha- he won't be taking it, obviously. A, a, are you allowed to say what country he's in? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, I just so then won't. we won't, but let's just say <laughs> it's a country that has coronavirus in it, and that narrows it down to just about all of them. Right. Um, and um, so, so um, he, how long does he have to tell? Is it 14 days? Yeah, it's 14 days he's supposed to self-quarantine. And that, okay. you know, that changes every day. Um, so it, it could change, you know, daily things yeah. are happening. So that's just the, the intelligence that we got as of yesterday morning. So, and I haven't talked to him yet today. He's still sleeping. So. So it's a little bit odd for me because I don't have to do the parenting and I don't have anybody coming home. I, I 
I'm more like the um, selfish. Everything that I say is going to be like super selfish. Like I had to cancel <laughs> my Vegas trip. And, oh, that's still so sad. I don't care how selfish, selfish it yeah, is. That is so, sad. Um, I, but I will say that when I went to the store yesterday, I did was able to buy ground beef and I also will be making chili today. Um, yeah. That's pretty much your fault for mentioning it yesterday. And I thought, oh, what a good idea. But, and, and I texted you this, I'm confused because I thought this whole toilet paper thing was like an internet meme that we could make fun of stupid people, but it's yeah. actually real. I, the, yeah. the, I, I live in a tiny, tiny town of like 4,500 people. The toilet paper aisle was empty. The shelves were empty. There was a guy kneeling on the floor with like four big boxes and he was trying to restock. And there, was, there were like one or two people standing beside him, basically just taking it out of his hands. I, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like what, what are people afraid of? Being quarantined to their homes for two weeks and not having enough supplies. I mean, in China, they've been quarantined to their homes since what, late, late January, I believe. Like literally not allowed to leave. However, they're a communist country. But is that, is that right? Because I thought I read, maybe this was Italy, where they were allowed to go to the store and the pharmacies. Those places stayed open. Maybe that wasn't China. Well, I'm not really sure. I, I read that in China, they were getting a voucher. So like every three days they could leave or every five days they could leave to go to the store. But I asked some of my students, the ones who speak better English, um, how do you get food? And they said the internet. So I okay. think that they're ordering groceries and ordering supplies. Um, so, I, I, you know, I'm not in China. I don't know the logistics of it. But I think that's what people here are worried about, that the government is going to say you're not allowed to leave your home. I don't think our government's allowed to tell us we're not no, allowed to leave our they, home. they can't do that. That's the whole no. They can say thing. we suggest you don't leave your home. Right. And they can close <laughs> like restaurants can close. and things like that. Yeah. But they're not going to say, oh, by the way, you can't go get food. Right. And you know, a lot of things, I think a lot of, a lot of the fear too, is that um, imports have been shut down for a lot of different countries where we get our supplies. So maybe they're afraid that, you know, the toilet paper made in the UK won't be able to get to us. Maybe I shouldn't even be talking about this because I don't sit and watch the news and I don't keep up with it. I can only speculate. Um, so I'll just stop talking about yeah, it now. Me neither. The, the news is awful. <laughs> I was trying to find somewhere yesterday where I could just read about, I wanted to read statistically, statistically, and I'm going to segue, I'm going to use it to segue into the stats section, but I wanted to read statistically what was going on with this coronavirus. I love maps. I love numbers. And I'm like yeah. looking for trends and all that stuff. But everywhere I went, either Trump is the worst guy in the world and he actually stands there and hands out coronavirus to one person to another in the US yeah. or he's the greatest president ever and if it wasn't for him we'd all be dead and I don't care about the news at all I think it's awful I don't care which side of the aisle you're on and they're just there to like scare you so that you'll keep watching so they'll get ratings so I I, I finally yeah. found a map that I'll talk about in a little while I finally found a map that I could actually look at numbers on and look at trends and stuff myself so I was very happy about that so all right. Statistically speaking, now that we're past that, we'll be like 25 minutes in and we haven't talked about writing yet. <laughs> um, well, the coronavirus is even on our outline. I wondered if, if it was even going to come up. Yeah. I, th I think I was going to try to bring it up once, but leave it alone for the most part. Cause everybody else, all the podcasts I listen to, they're talking about it. It was funny. I don't know. Here we go. I'm going to keep going with it. I don't know if you got like um, the emails that I got this week, which was like every single company that you subscribe yeah. to, you got their email telling you how they're dealing with it. Like my favorite one that I got was from FanDuel. Like FanDuel is like an online fantasy sports company that doesn't actually, as far as I know, they don't have 
brick and mortar places you walk into, but they were yeah. like, Hey, we're going to do everything we can for the coronavirus. And I'm like, you know what? Just keep my money so that when sports comes back, I can keep betting on sports. So <laughs> stupid. Anyway, so speaking of my stats, um, I am continuing to work on the plot and add new chapters and work the existing chapters in and delete old chapters and try to connect everything up. Uh, I am up 1,632 words from last week. I, very, I crossed the 50,000 mark. Makes me very happy. I'm at 50,383. Um, in terms of mailer light, this is kind of surprising. Well, not really, but I didn't expect this big of a jump. I'm up 46 subscriptions from last Sunday to 316. And I have an email scheduled to go out at noon today. So I'm, to all 316 of those people, so I'm very happy about that. Nice, nice. Um, my draft three is still at 79,665 words. I mentioned it last week, um, and I'll probably have to mention it every week because, you know, we might have new listeners. Um, Mom, our developmental editor, wants me to finish chapters 23 through 30 of the second draft before I go back and revise her edits, which is fine. Um, I have 115 active subscribers and five unconfirmed. So that's a gain of two active and one unconfirmed. And my five unconfirmed are either from the Netherlands or uh, there were two other countries, uh, three, three European countries where these, these uh, unconfirmed subscribers are from. So I don't know, is that spam or do we have a lot of listeners from Europe? I don't know. I remember back when I was looking at mine, uh, actually I have 12 unconfirmed also. Um, I never actually look at those. Um, um, I, I know when I looked at mine, most of mine that have come in in the last few months have been from these, um, these giveaways that I'm doing through all the different sites, but like yeah. I'm scrolling through right now and I'm looking what 50 at a time. I'm not seeing anything from the Netherlands, but I'm not seeing any locations until I get near the bottom of the list where my early, early ones, there's one mm -hmm. from the Netherlands, uh, two, three, four. And if I look at their st stats, uh, none. Okay. There's one from the Netherlands open one email out of nine. Uh, here's one, one email out of six. So they're not really, and here's one that had nine emails sent and never opened one. So I'm not sure if it's spam or not. I would be willing to bet that it is based on those stats. Yeah. Oh, I just I looked at I your just, friend. I just looked at your friend Anna. She, uh, I've sent her fourteen emails. She's opened them eighty-three times. So thanks, Anna. <laughs> uh, I have. Let's see here: Netherlands, Austria, Netherlands, Netherlands, Norway, and then one is the U.S. I don't know who this is. Um, so if you know, if you're if you're in the Netherlands, Austria, or Norway, and you subscribe to my newsletter, um, search your email. It looks like they're all. No, no, no. Zero one two three of them are gmail uh one is yahoo two are yahoo and one is hotmail so have any of your emails any of the emails you've sent so far have have they got any of those have they received any of those well they're still on they're not considered subscribe until they confirm so they you're don't looking, even okay gotcha yeah, i thought you were looking at confirmed ones okay no no uh -uh. my i have some that are confirmed my active subscribers that haven't opened any um and I, I don't, I don't really know why, because I, I read online that um, there was some, some way that people could actually read the newsletters, but it's going to show as that, as though they didn't. Right. So there are different ways that can happen. For example, um, if you open up in, like I have a Google, a Gmail, um, 
I forget what it's called now, a, th- a thing in my Google Chrome. Uh, what's mm-hmm. it called? Uh, uh, I forget what the, it's like an add-on or whatever that you add to your Google Chrome. I have one of those. And if I click on it, I can read the email, but I'm not sure if it actually shows as the fact that I opened the email. I got an email from, um, oh, Bargain Booksy, who I'm a subscriber to. And I, I get an email from them every day around 1130 with, you know, for, as if I was somebody who was going to read books. I guess I am. And um, <laughs> one day the email said, Hey, we've noticed you haven't opened any of our emails, which isn't true. I read every single one. It's just, I don't double click on it in my outlook. I just read it in the preview pane and it's yeah. and if you're not. And in my preview pane, I'm not downloading pictures. And I know the pictures are what helps determine that. So every now and then with the emails that I want to get, I actually double click on them to read them that way. So the person knows, or it's, or it's detected that I at least read the email. Yeah. I, I just counted while you were talking um, and I was listening too. I can multitask. Sure. Sure. I have 27 people that haven't opened any emails. So what, what you'll see in the newsletter, um, books or, or podcasts, what they'll say in the podcast is uh, every now and then send out an email to the people who haven't opened any and just say, do you want to be on my email list and give them a way to confirm it? And if they don't, then, I, then you just delete them. And if they yeah. do, you keep them. So, and I don't know if I'm going to do that. That seems like a lot of work and I can't even do the things I want to do. So, um, maybe down <laughs> yeah, the road. there's just not enough hours in the day, especially when you take naps like I do. Oh, I was, I, I was going to say, especially when you have to parent because Boy, kids take up a lot of time. So does taking <laughs> naps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, that those are my stats. Um, I'm going to start off um, our next section here with last week. So Monday, I taught one class, um, and then I had to take Anna to the doctor for just a little minor procedure, um, but she wasn't able to drive herself home. So I worked on chapter 23 in the waiting room. I only got through probably, I don't know, a page and a half or something. It wasn't a lot. Um, but there are nine people in this scene. And so I'm, I'm just trying to make sure that all the conversations are flowing and everybody gets, you know, equal opportunity to speak. And, you know, I don't want it to be like, well, it doesn't even make sense for that person to be there, you know? Um, but that afternoon I had a doctor's appointment with Dr. Martin. Um, I mentioned him back in January. He's also writing a novel. So what's up, Dr. Martin? Um, and then I picked up Anna's youngest from running club after school. And then um, after that, Keen had a den meeting, a Boy Scout den meeting. So I didn't get any more writing done other than that page and a half. Um, Tuesday, I had one class in the morning. And then I worked on draft two of chapter 23 for a couple of hours. Um, it's, it's just really slow rolling that chapter. And then Keen had his first soccer practice. And man, he's a beast. It, I don't know what it is about this kid in sports. He does not hold back. He is like laser focused when he's, you know, playing sports. So that was, that was really fun to watch. Um, Wednesday morning, I taught two classes and then um, mom started working on chapter 17 and she's concerned that my female character is getting to be whiny and annoying. Um, And she's like kind of going through the same old stuff. Um, And she suggested that I move kind of the main conversation from that chapter to a different chapter and then just delete chapter 17 altogether. I know that there's something off about chapter 17 because when I read it, it was kind of like, yeah, what's the point? I need something to kind of bring it all together. And so I spent a lot of the day trying to figure that out. Do I move that conversation? Is it still good? Um, Thursday, I taught three classes and then Anna and I went to Atlanta after the kids got on the bus. Um, We went to the Apple store um, and got new phones. And on the way there and on the way back, I read draft three to her. Um, we, I read from the prologue to chapter 11. Um, and I feel like 
it flowed well. Um, and that my main character, you know, there was something different about her feelings. She was kind of struggling with something different. Um, there was, there were a lot of ups and downs. I asked Anna if she felt like Casey's hangups were getting old. Um, and she said, no, not at all. Um, so when I got home, at about an hour before the bus dropped off key. And so I read all the way through to chapter 23 out loud. Um, and, and I still think that there's something off about chapter 17, but I don't think Casey's getting annoying. I don't, th- I don't feel like she's kind of like chugging through the same issues. Um, I, I can still, you know, see the ups and downs and she's struggling and, and that seems clear to Anna and I. So I think I'm going to work out what the issue is with chapter 17 and leave it in there. Um, you know, mom started reading this book in November and she's only halfway done with it. So maybe because it's been such a long period that we're still in the first half of the book, um, you know, maybe that's why she's kind of feeling that way. So I'm going to leave it for now. Um, and then I'm hoping that our next go around with mom's edits will go faster. And so maybe it won't seem that way to her. You know, I, I don't know. We'll see if, if it still does. I'll definitely change it. Um, but I just want to kind of give chapter 17 a chance because I really do like the chapter. Um, Casey switches out a toilet, which I thought is fun. Um, (laughs) yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with the book overall. Um, Friday I taught two classes. Uh, I had a call with my company. I don't necessarily have like a boss. It's just kind of the company is my boss. Um, but I guess I got some good feedback from a couple of parents and they wanted to kind of go over that good feedback. So I knew what I was doing well. And then, you know, I asked, Hey, well, what do I need to work on? And he gave me a few points to work on because at any time while I'm teaching, um, this one department, they can just sit in on your class and you have no idea. They just watch you teach. Um, so anyway, that phone call was uplifting. There were a lot of good points and I enjoyed hearing about how well I was doing (laughs) Yeah, most people uh, do. And then I, yeah. Yeah, I worked more on chapter 23. Um, yesterday morning I got up and I cleaned my house. So I follow this person on Instagram. Her name is Jordan page. Um, she has six kids. She just gave birth to twins. So now she has eight kids and she's just really fascinating to watch. She has, um, a program called uh, budget bootcamp. And then she has another one called productivity bootcamp. And, I don't know. I just enjoy watching her videos. But anyway, she talked about this e-cloth and how it's supposed to like get 99% of bacteria and all you just use water so that you don't have to like spray chemicals and things like that, which I don't like to spray chemicals on my countertops because we eat there. um, And it just kind of weirds me out. So um, I bought a couple e-cloths because she just raved about them. And um, this morning, yesterday morning, I pulled out an e-cloth and I made it all nice and wet and squeezed it out. And I started wiping my counters and it was amazing. Oh. So then I ended up wiping down every surface on the first floor of my house. Um, and then I thought, boy, everything looks great except the floors. So then oh, I no. mopped the floors oh, yes. <laughs> and then I like washed all the, the living room blankets. And I was just on this like spring cleaning thing. I don't know. Um, but then Dr. Jeff, my neighbor, the one who kind of helped you out with the whole uh, emergency room thing mm-hmm. um, for your book, he came over and taught Kean and I how to use this peak flow meter. Um, and it's basically to check Kean's breathing. Like, like he blows into this thing and this little needle goes up and um, it tells us this number. And then, so we're supposed to do that three times in the morning and three times at night and then log the highest number. 
And then that'll help with, you know, let's say he gets coronavirus and he has trouble breathing. Where are we? Because there's this green, yellow, and red zone. And if he's in the yellow zone, we do this specific stuff. And if he's in the red zone, we take him to the emergency room. Um, so it's just kind of, you know, he has asthma pretty severely. So um, it, it's just something to help us out to, to decide where is he in his breathing. Um, I also yesterday made spaghetti and meatballs. Um, and it was all homemade and delicious. And then Anna and her family came over and we had spaghetti dinner. And then after they left, we went to bed. Um, today, podcast laundry my uh, book covered diamond painting and no writing. I, I do. I feel like I do so much during the week since I have all the time in the world to do it, that I'm pretty comfortable taking the weekend off. Hmm. I think Saturday is when I get my best most done, but that's because I don't have to go back to work after lunch. I can just sit until I find a spot where I want to stop. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And mine's again, my week is always completely different from yours. Um, <laughs> Sunday and Monday, I continued plotting and started to do some writing. Um, I, I worked on this piece of the middle of the book that I'll talk about in a minute. Tuesday, I was kind of on a big cleaning kick, much like you were. And then my maids came and that made it easy. Um, <laughs> I wrote at lunch. Uh, Wednesday. Okay. So Wednesday, I wrote a little bit at lunch, but not much. Uh, I have reasons that we'll just call reasons for now. And eventually in the next couple of weeks, that might become clear. Um, Thursday, I did a lot of stuff that I didn't like. I canceled my Vegas vacation. Our writers club were, was canceled. All the sports I watched were canceled. Pretty much everything that I enjoy in life was canceled. So that's when you started napping. I should, might as well have. I mean, we went and then yoga wasn't even that good that on Thursday. I wasn't happy with yoga. Um, there wasn't, I, I do yoga because I like the stretching. I like to go yeah. in there and just stretch. And when, when they get into the, uh, you know, rubbing of a certain piece of your face, it was funny. You're not supposed to touch your face. We spent the first half an hour touching our face. It was weird. Um, rubbing like you, you rub the two muscles next <laughs> to your, below your temples and that makes this happen. And for me, it's like, no, it doesn't. Let's just lay back on our backs and stretch. So um, so it was Thursday was kind of rough, you know, the Vegas thing, I, you know, I, I know it was the right thing to do. I canceled before all the sports were canceled. I didn't cancel because there was nothing to bet on. I did it early Thursday morning and, um, because I didn't want to go there. I don't really care if I get coronavirus, whatever I'm young, I'm a picture of health. According to my doctor, um, I'm fine. I'll get through it. I just don't want to bring it back and give it to other people. So yeah. that was the main reason. The other reason was I didn't want to get out there and have somebody um, get it, and then, you know, it, I'm, I'm on floor two, somebody on the 19th floor gets it, and they're like, okay, now we have to quarantine the whole, whole hotel. And yeah, as for it turns two weeks. out, yeah, and as it turns out, yesterday I saw a news report where an employee at the Luxor, where I was going to stay, got the coronavirus. So uh, I don't know if they did anything with the hotel or whatever, but, you know, it's, it's a good thing I didn't go, even though it sucks, because I really love that vacation. I had such a great thing planned and I'll talk about that later too. Um, so what I do Friday, same thing as Wednesday. I wrote a little bit during lunch. Uh, one of the guys I work with, it was his birthday. And for whatever reason at this place that I work, when it's your birthday, you're responsible for bringing stuff in. It's weird. So he <laughs> that brought, seems backwards. Yeah. So he brought pizza in on my birthday. I usually stop at Dunkin' Donuts and get donuts. It's weird. Um, I also couldn't go out to lunch or I couldn't do much writing because of the same thing that happened Wednesday that again, hopefully not next week, but the week after that, I'll be able to talk about, we'll see. It'll just go on until I can talk about it. So it's like a teaser. It is. It's just keep listening. If you want to hear what's going on in my life. Um, 
Saturday. So yesterday I got up and I didn't go to Chick-fil-A because of this whole virus thing. They actually, so there's a city between me and where Chick-fil-A is where the hospital there had coronavirus people get positive tests. It's like 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away. It's like right down the road from where you and I were born. Oh yeah, that's right. Right. So I don't really want, I didn't want to really just, I just didn't feel like going out into public, which is usually how I am anyway. Um, but <laughs> so I thought, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to write all day today after I do my, my morning errands. I went to the store and I went and picked up a prescription for my hand and I went and got some lunch and I thought, okay, I'm going to sit, I'm going to write 10,000 words today. Yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah. Even you even close. Snapchatted about it and yeah, you said I, you were going to do updates and you did it. Yeah. Cause I didn't get close at all. I, really took a nap and watched some YouTube and wrote, don't get me wrong. I wrote, I did pretty well actually, but not as well as I wanted to. And it's a whole thing about just, I can't write at home. I don't know how people do it. I need a place. I need something and I can't do it here. Uh, I'm sure there's a way to do it here. I just don't know what it is yet. Three years and I haven't figured it out yet. So I'm really sad that we, that we just got you used to living an extroverted life. And now you have to like jump back into your, your introversion for medical reasons. And right. I, I just feel like you're going to get caught up in that again. And we're going to have to work really hard come November to like pull you out of that shell. Well, the good thing about November is I already know people now from the last couple of years that are going to be yeah. there. So that'll make it easier. Uh, and then I'm sure I'll just ride your coattails for a while. So because <laughs> I talk to anybody. Yeah. All right. And then today, so I set up an email blast for uh, noon today to go out to my 316 subscribers, um, talking about my newest promotional email marketing giveaway thing, group giveaway. Um, and I want to write today and I'm trying to decide if I actually want to go to hothead burrito and sit like I usually do on a Sunday. Um, I don't really want to go to Panera. Uh, and then Chick-fil-A is obviously closed. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google Hothead Burrito and see what they're talking about. The reason I didn't go to Chick-fil-A, one of the reasons was I Googled them in the morning and they said, we are now, you know, they, they care about our safety and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And they're, um, one of the things they're doing is they are serving to the people inside the restaurant, everything in a to-go bag. Basically, they're just saying, you can sit here if you'd want, but we'd appreciate it if you left. Yeah, and, just go. Yeah. So I don't know if Hothead's doing the same thing. Uh, there's a sub place here in Newton Falls I've been going to a lot lately that I really like. It's beside Shop and Save. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they have tables. And unfortunately, they're also closed on Sunday. So can't do that oh, either. Geez. But I don't, I wrote in the outline, I hate being cooped up like this. I guess I don't necessarily hate being cooped up. I just don't like the fact that I can't write while I'm here. And I want to, I have five or six chapters in my head that I could sit down and probably knock out in a day. And, but I can't do it here. And I have so many excuses that I know are terrible excuses, but it happens. It happens every single time. And I'm not, I don't have that willpower that says, no, stop picking up your remote control or stop going to YouTube. You know, I can't go to YouTube in a restaurant because I'm not going to play volume in a restaurant. So, <laughs> you know, so anyway, so that's, that's kind of what I'm doing today. Um, in terms of my news, back to my Sunday and Monday where I worked on my book two plot, um, I have my story grid and I have my novel or software and I have a, a structure written out there, but I, I, on Sunday, the thing that I was struggling with the most was I need this turning point for two of my characters, two of my characters, one of them who is a good guy who doesn't know yet that she's a good guy. She just thinks she's a person. She needs to do that whole, um, what do you call it? Crossing the threshold, moving from mm -hmm. the 
reactive to the proactive phase on the hero's journey. I needed, a, I needed a reason for her to do that. And right now I didn't have one. And at the same time, one of my other characters who is, you think she's good and she kind of is. And then something happens to her and she kind of turns bad, but doesn't know that she's bad. I needed a reason for her to do that. And I decided oddly enough, and I don't this is probably a spoiler alert, but maybe not. I decided that I was going to kill my villain, like, three quarters of the way through the story instead of at the end and turn her into the villain. It's a weird thing that I'm doing here. I really like it. I think it works really well for the plot because uh, of, you know, what happens to her. How do I say this right? Um, well, I'll just say it. I'm going to spoil it. If you don't want to hear what happens in book two, um, well, no, if you don't want to hear what happens in book one and possibly book two, just turn this off for like the next 10 seconds. I'm going to count down three, two, one. All right, here we go. She is the one who gets killed at the end of book one when they're in the old West and I needed a reason for her to get killed. And now I have it. Okay. Spoiler alert over. So I have this section now in, in the book where <laughs> all of these, all of these meetings come, all these people come together kind of and in this meeting and people overhear stuff and people see stuff and they learn stuff. And then that kind of transforms the, the second half of the book to where the characters now know what they're doing. They have their reason for, for being, you know, the hero of the hero's journey or the bad guy or whatever. So I wrote all of that out on Sunday and on Monday morning I was driving to work and the rest of it hit me. And then I finished it Monday at lunch and then I started writing it Monday at lunch. And that's what I worked on yesterday for a while. And now I'm very happy. I, I have a pretty good outline of a book. I have reasons for everybody to do what they do. And now I can just sit down and write it. I've been working on this for a while and, and now I can sit down and write it. So nice. um, I'm still, I'm still shooting for May 5th. I mean, that means I have to get the, the, the draft done by like in a month. That'll probably not happen, especially since my cover won't be done until sometime in May. So uh, you know, I don't want to go say that I'm going to try July 4th again, which is what I did last year. I'd rather do June if possible, but really I'm just, as soon as it's ready, I'm going to put it up for pre-order for two weeks, send it out to my newsletter people for free. Cause I told them I would, I'm kind of regretting doing that, but that's okay. That's the Mark Dawson way in his self-publishing 101. Um, and then I'm gonna put it up for sale and see what happens. So nice. Um, let's see. So let's talk about my novella and my group promo. So right now, as we speak, I am in three different promos at once. I have one on prolific works going. It ends at the end of this month. I have one on story origin going that runs at the, it runs for this entire month. So it ends also March 31st. And then I have a book funnel one that goes from April, uh, March 12th to April 12th. Uh, the story origin one, let's see, the, the prolific works update that I give you every month, everything stayed the same. I had 45 subs last week with 94 claims and I have the same amount this week. Story origin, um, 59 books, 55 unique authors, and I've gained 29 subs new subscribers from that one so far, which That's is pretty nice. good. Yeah, it's pretty good for, for uh, considering this is the second time I'm in story origin and, and I'm, I'm getting new subscribers, which is nice. The book funnel one, book funnel is like all my all-time favorite. They're so good. I don't know what it is about book funnel. Um, story origin right now is free. It's in beta mode. At some point, it's going to become a pay website. So, you know, if, if you're looking to do a group promo and you don't want to pay, you might as well go do it now and learn how to do it. Uh, go to storyoriginapp.com. Book funnel, though, I really like book funnel. Um, this one started on Thursday. I haven't even sent out a link yet to share my, my link for this promo. It's going out at noon, which is in about an hour and a half. Um, 69 books, 67 unique authors, and I've already gained 34 new subscribers in just three days. So wow. That's where a lot of my author, my subs have come from over the last week or so um, have been from this book funnel one that's just been out a couple of days. 
And they're the ones that I eventually want to try to do a newsletter swap through. Uh, I think BookFunnel can be really, really useful more than just the group promos. So I'm excited about them. I sent a newsletter out on March 2nd to promote the story origin one. And if I remember correctly, they were about even in terms of their open rate. One of them talked about free books and the other one talked about something that had to do, didn't have to do with books at all. But the one that I set up for today, I did not do an A-B test. I did just a one email, 316 people. And the subject line is nothing to do with free books. I want to see what happens. Um, it is, if I remember correctly, it is, can we just fast forward to April? I think that's what it was. And I talked about how I love March and this March sucks. And I put a picture of my dog in there because I'm going to do that pretty much in every email I send out. And I mentioned the book funnel and, and things like that. So um, that's where that is. Uh, and then lastly, I have uh, the Facebook author page that you promoted for me a couple weeks ago. Uh, mm -hmm. Since last week, I've gone from 78 fans or likes or follows, I don't know what they're called, up to 86. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to post later today about my storage origin uh, promo that started a couple weeks ago. And then next Sunday, I'll do a post about the book funnel one that um, started a couple days ago. Uh, and I'm thinking, I don't really want to boost any of those. I don't want to pay for anything right now. I'm just in the middle of trying to write book two. So I think I'm just going to yeah. put them up there for the followers. And, you know, if people want to share it, they can. And if not, it doesn't matter to me. I'll probably put in the post, please share this. But, you know, it's up to them whether they do it or not. Yeah. That really is all my news. Most of it is just about where I'm at in book two and what I'm trying to do with book one. So how about you? Um, my news is never as exciting as yours because I'm not published yet. So I don't have all these fun things to talk about. But um well, to be fair, my week is never as exciting as yours. So, <laughs> My only news is I now have business cards, so I won't have to write my information on little scraps of paper anymore. Well, that's good. That's exciting. I have those. I don't use them very often, but I like having them. I gave a stack to Anna because she promotes my book for me all the time. And I might send a stack to um, my friend Megan down in the New Orleans area because she talks about my book too. Um, but I've had so many people ask me about it and I just have to write my information on a little scrap of paper and then they probably lose it, you know? So my cards are really nice though. I, I really like them a lot. Uh, maybe we can post a picture of it on the um, podcast page, but I have a little tagline on there that you gave me that I really, really like. And I actually had a t-shirt made and I put that tagline on it. Do you remember what it was? I do, but go ahead and say it. I write books. My dad won't read. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That's a yeah. good one. That's my only news. Um, you, you have some stuff here in your running list of future things to do. I don't because my only list of future things to do is finish this book and get it published. So, and I actually added something to it. Um, so I have five things now on my list. And these are things that I would talk about on my news every week, but never do. So I just want to keep them out there basically more for me to remember than for the listeners because I, I, I don't know how much they care. Um, but number one, uh, create a web page for people who finished book one, give them an update on characters before they start book two. So what I want to do is I want to create a page that people that are opening book two, and I'll probably put it at the front of book two, can click on. It'll take them to a web page that will give them a character like review of what happened to this character in, in book one and currently where they stand. So that if you get to a character like uh, this, this person that I'm, I'm writing about in book two, she didn't get very many mentions in book one, maybe three or four. And if she's one of the main characters of book two, I want people to go back and try to, you know, get an idea of where she was, what happened to her. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like a, it's a, it's a, you know, previously on lost is what I'm calling it. Yeah. It's like a little um, refresher. Yeah. And I think I like the idea of doing that before each book. 
um, I made, because the story is getting really complicated. And while I love the idea of a really complicated story, I don't want to make it too complicated to where people aren't going to want to read it because they don't remember anything. So yeah. Then I have the, uh, the, the four that I've had on there, which is my story origin. I want to do a newsletter swap. Uh, I had talked to Caro about how to get uh, my book up on my website so I could sell autographed paperbacks. I want to set up my Patreon and I want to record the first two chapters. It's funny. Um, I, I listen to podcasts about, and every now and then they talk about audiobooks, and every one of them will say the same thing. Do not do it yourself. You're not a professional. Don't do it yourself. And I'm like, I can do it myself. What's the big deal? And then this week I'm reading, um, what is it? Johnny, Sean and Dave's book. Um, boy, I gotta, let's see if I can pull it up really fast to see what it's called. Cause I don't remember. It's their, it's the update to their read, write, repeat. I think it's no, uh, something right. Repeat. It's called, I should have had this up the fiction formula. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, um, Johnny B. Truant and Sean Platt, I think did it. And, um, and I, I just read a section a couple of days ago that said, do not do it yourself. Hire a professional. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I can do it myself. Why does everybody keep telling me not to? So, uh, and then I listen, I'm listening to, um, Thrawn treason, the new, the newest Timothy's on star Wars audiobook. And, you know, he does like whoever the, the narrator is, he does like 15 different voices and how he keeps them all straight. I have no idea. It's, um, it's pretty amazing. So I, I understand why they say you shouldn't do it yourself, but I'm still going to try to do it myself just to see what, what it sounds like. And it, it may end up sounding terrible, but I don't <laughs> care. I'm going to do it anyway. Who knows? Maybe I'm really good at it. Maybe it's like the hidden talent that I have and no one knows. So, um, I thought that was writing. Eh, we'll see. The reviews have been pretty good. So maybe. Um, okay. So that is my, I'm calling it my running list of future things to do segment of the podcast. Um, what do you have going on this week? Um, this week, let's see here tomorrow. I only have one class in the morning and then, um, a lawn guy is coming to mow my field of a lawn. Um, we have a neighbor, his name's Keith, super nice guy. He's retired military. He, um, was mowing lawns for, um, everybody in the neighborhood, you know, especially if spouses were deployed or whatever. Um, but his mother-in-law moved in with them and she's very, very, very sick. And they also have their one-year-old grandson living with them. So he's kind of needed at home right now. So I contacted another lawn guy that, that another neighbor uses and they came out and said, yeah, we'll do all of your mowing and edging for 50 bucks. And I thought that was pretty darn good. So, um, that's going to happen tomorrow. Um, we have a den meeting, Boy Scout den meeting in the evening, so I'm just going to try to figure out chapter 17 and then maybe work on 23 if I have time. Tuesday, I only have one class. Um, I'd love to finish chapters 23 and 17 because they're kind of getting old for me. I've been working on them for so long. Um, and then Kean has soccer practice in the evening. Wednesday, I have three classes. And then hopefully I can get to chapter 24 by Wednesday. Thursday, I have two classes. I'd like to work on chapter 24. Uh, Friday, I have three classes. and I'd love to be done with chapter 24 and working on chapter 25. That's kind of my goal is to get through chapter 25, get 23, 24 and 25 over to mom this week. Um, I don't have any plans for next Saturday. Kean does need a haircut. He was supposed to get one last Saturday, but then the barber had to go up to Atlanta last minute. So he had to cancel and I meant to reschedule it for this week, but I completely forgot during the week. So I need to make sure I do that. Um, and then Sunday is podcast laundry and book cover diamond painting. And that's my is week. Is any of your stuff canceled, like the den meeting or the soccer practice? Is that all that stuff going on like normal? Yeah, everything, everything where I am, I'm south of Atlanta. Um, and 
everything's going on as normal. I don't expect that to last though, because I'm about uh, 30 miles south of Macon and Macon just canceled like that county just canceled school and everything for a few weeks. So I'm going to assume that this will be Kean's last week of school for a few weeks. Um, because just the, you know, the way things are flowing, I think they're going to shut it all down. But so far, everything is still on for next week. Yeah, because everything around here is canceled. School's canceled for three weeks starting tomorrow. Well, you also have cases in your county. Yeah. yeah we don't so have anything cool. south of Atlanta that anybody knows of anyway. I'm sure people down here have coronavirus. We just don't know it yet. So. Yeah. Um, let's see for me, Monday, I'm going to go. So I'm not working from home every day yet. I, I think I'm going to get that email at some point in the next week or so that says, Hey, if you want to work from home, feel free. Um, they, they're not going to force us to work from home, but I think they're going to, they're going to make it a voluntary thing. And I, I'll probably do it. Um, I probably won't do it every day, but I'll probably do it most days if I can. But right now, Monday and Tuesday, I'm going to work. I have a uh, a couple of meetings both days I have to get to anyway. Um, I have a two hour lunch on Monday and a 90 minute lunch on Tuesday. And the question is, do I want to go somewhere? I mean, I could probably find a conference room in the building that I could sit for a couple hours and just write, take my lunch or get something out of the machine. So I, I'm not sure what I'm doing there. My guess is I won't go anywhere and I'll just stay in the building at least one of those two days and probably both. So um, do you have trouble writing at work? Since I mean, you have trouble writing at home. Do you have trouble at work as well? No, because there's, there's really no distractions. I'm not going to play YouTube. I only have one monitor. My book will be up on it. Like right here, I have two monitors. I can just put YouTube up if I want. And oh. I, should, I shouldn't. It should be easy to say, oh, don't do that. But I just don't do it. So um, <laughs> then we get to Wednesday. Um, Tuesday night, I was going to fly out to Vegas. So I'm going to just fill you in real quick on what I was going to do had I gone to Vegas. Um, Wednesday, I was going to get up in the morning and I had a free buffet at the Luxor and I was going to have a nice breakfast and I was going to find a place at the circle bar to sit for a few hours and write. Cause it would be very quiet on Wednesday. It usually is on that day, the, the day before the March Madness tournament starts. Um, my friends will start coming in and I have a free buffet at the Mandalay Bay that no longer exists. And I was going to eat there and then maybe go see the blue man group. A friend of mine at work told me that I would like it. So I'm like, I was going to go see them Thursday morning is one of my favorite times in Vegas ooh. where you get up. What? Why'd you say? Ooh, blue man group. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I just thought something happened. Um, Thursday morning is one of my favorite times because I would get up in the morning. I'd wake up at like six, six 30. I'm still on Eastern time. And I would sit with my laptop and just like write out like two to $300 worth of sports bets on all these different basketball games. There's 16 games. And then I would write them all out, go down to the casino, place my bets, and then go to the Pyramid Cafe for breakfast, which I like. Then I would um, find all my friends wherever they're at. And um, we would, we would uh, find a place where we can sit and watch as many games as possible. And I would just sit for hours and just watch all the games that I bet on. I don't care about college basketball at all. I don't care at all. The only way I would ever care is if Kent State made the tournament, and they they do it every now and then. They made a nice run back in like 2004, 2003, whatever it was. But in terms of favorite teams, I don't have any favorite teams. I just want to bet. So I sit there with all my tickets, and I'm watching all my different parlays and my tickets, and I'm throwing away the losers and keeping the winners. And I love doing that. It's really fun. Um, Friday, I would do the same thing. Friday night, uh, I was going to go zip lining with my friend uh, Sean, his wife Amy. We um, we jumped off the stratosphere a couple years ago, and now we were going to zip line. And it's uh, I did it in November at Twenty Books. It's so much fun. 
And then Saturday I was going to get up and get my bets ready. And then Saturday night I had a fantasy baseball, high stakes fantasy baseball draft. It was a thousand dollar entry fee. And I was going to go do that live and that's catered and it's a good time. And uh, that's all canceled. So here's what I'm going to do this week. <laughs> the rest of the week. Wednesday, I'm bitter. So I'm going to work from home. Thursday, I'm even more bitter. So I'm taking vacation days Thursday and Friday. And I'm, I'm like, well, if I'm not going to go to Vegas, I'm still going to take a vacation day. And I'm going to try to write as much as I possibly can. And I'm going to try to, I, I might try to knock out one or two of those things on my future list of things to do. Who knows if it's going to happen, but I'm going to try to do that. I may depending on what's going on in the, in the area, I was going to say the world, but really in the area, I may go to Barnes and Noble one of those two days and sit. Um, you know, I'm trying to do this whole social distancing, which I think is a great idea for people anyway, um, where you stay six feet away from the person next to you. I was standing in line yesterday at Rite Aid trying to get my um, prescription for my hand. And there was a guy in front of me and I was like standing like six feet, six. Did you see my, I think I snapped that too. Um, I haven't looked. I was six feet away from him. And the guy came up behind me and stood really close to me. And I just want to be like, dude, what the hell? But I just kind of <laughs> stepped forward a little bit. So now I'm like four feet away from both of them on each side. It's not the type of distancing I want, but it'll have to do for now. You need um, to get like a, you need to get like some sort of big hoop. Oh, that's a great idea. And yeah, you put the hoop around you so that people don't get too close. Like a cotillion dress they used to wear in the 1800s. Yeah. 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 All right. I need to get a couple of cotillion dresses. Um, <laughs> So Thursday People and Friday. People will stay away from you just by wearing the cotillion dress, hoop or not. <laughs> probably true. Um, so that's what I'll be doing Thursday and Friday. I'm going to work for, I'm going to, I'm going to take the day off and go try to go right somewhere and get as much done as I can. Saturday, again, I don't know. I'm hoping that Chick-fil-A is, you know, I, I don't know. I want to say back to normal, but I don't even know what that means right now. Uh, but I'm going to write at some point just where I'm going to do it. I don't know. I still got a good 1500 words in yesterday, so I know I can write at home. It's just, I can't sit and do it for long periods of time. It's hard for me to concentrate on it. Um, even when I'm at a restaurant, either A, I know I'm going to have to quit before I have to go back to work for lunch. So I try to get as much done as I can. Or like Chick-fil-A on a Saturday, I just write until I get to like an end of a chapter or, you know, but when I'm at home, I can just stop whenever I want because I know I'll come back to it in an hour, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. So, um, so that's my week. Sunday, I'll do the podcast. And like I said, post in the Facebook uh, my, my Facebook author page about my, my book funnel promo. So that's kind of where I am right now. That's what I'm doing this week. Um, our, our little addicted to section. Um, mm -hmm. I noticed you don't have anything, nothing, um, which is good because I have two. Um, really what I want to say is with the, with the fantasy baseball stuff canceled, you know, the leagues I'm drafting in and the, the podcast, my addiction to the podcast has kind of stopped right now because there's no reason to listen to them. Um, but I do have two things that I've been kind of watching. One I already mentioned, it's at John Hopkins map, John's Hopkins map that shows. Yeah, I watched that a lot bases. too. Yeah. Uh, I have it open now and it hasn't updated since 3.33 AM last night. And that's kind of disappointing um, because I, I want to know how things have changed um, yeah. since yesterday, but it hasn't opened yet. So I'm, I'm just going to keep an eye on that. Um, the other thing, and I'm going to post a link to, to that um, in the, in the podcast notes. The other thing though, and this is something I, I found out a couple of days ago, you know, I come home from work and I kind of tool around YouTube for a while looking for stuff to watch. And I keep seeing this thing, history of the entire world, dot, 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 I guess. And it's got just, I think it has, it's up to like 94 million views or 84 million views. And it's about 30 minutes long. And finally one day I was like, all right, I'll watch it. So I watched it. It is hilarious. It's this guy who did this, this animated history of the world from the big bang to where we are right now. And he talks about how, how 
mammals were formed or the dinosaurs and the planets and then gets into all the different um, empires and how the u.s came about and how and it's just really really funny um i would suggest going out and watching it it has a couple of f-bombs in it so you're not going to want to watch it with your kids unless you know you're happy with the f-bombs i, I don't care i don't judge um but I'll, <laughs> I'll post a link to it not only did i watch it a couple of days ago but yesterday while i wanted to be writing i watched like three or four different people react to it which I really, for whatever reason, I really like react videos on YouTube. I'm always watching the videos where people are reacting to other things. I've mm -hmm. watched um, the Bill Burr stand-up comedian helicopter story so many times because I've watched so many people react to it that I could probably recite it word for word. That's really funny, by the way. You guys should go watch the Bill Burr re helicopter story stand. It's like five minutes long. It's really funny. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll note to that too. Or I'll, I'll I think I like it. doing that too because when I was in, uh, let's see here, when I was in Wales four years ago, um, I stayed up until like three o'clock in the morning watching a show called Gogglebox, sorry, which what? all of our UK listeners probably know exactly what I'm talking about and probably just, hate it. Did you just sneeze? No, it's called Gogglebox. Okay. <laughs> you sit and watch people sit and watch TV. Like oh, these okay. people are, are oh. watching a show and you sit and watch them. I think I made you watch it when we you were did. in London, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. We've talked about that before. Yeah. 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 And, and then I've we watched that show, uh, I call it naked dating, but that's not I think, the correct. Oh, I thought that's what it was called. No, it's called, shoot. I can't remember now, but yeah, these people are like naked on TV and you know, yeah, us in the US, there's a special channel for that. <laughs> I remember, I remember um, that moment where I was just going through the TV and I was like, what the hell naked people? And I'm like, Lindsay. And so now I'm yelling to my sister, Hey, come and watch these naked people. <laughs> very, very strange. A little awkward yeah it was, it, was. It, the show was so fascinating though that you just it's like a train wreck you just can't change the channel yeah it's very strange what is, oh naked persuasion maybe something like that anyway i don't remember i don't moving remember. on uh, yeah anyway so that is the podcast for the week do you have anything else no i don't that that covers it all right you can find me if you want to contact me at jerryevanoff.com uh, my email is jerry at jerryevanoff.com. You can find me on Twitter, search my name, or find my handle, jerry25. Facebook page, if you want to see the links to the new uh, promos that I'm in, you'll see one today and, and one next week. You can uh, like my author page, Jerry Evanoff Author on Facebook. And funny thing about Snapchat. So I know I never give out the handle here, but last week, you know, I put that thing in there about, about the, I put the picture in the podcast notes so you could just take a picture of it. So yeah. speaking of naked, if you ever want to get like lots and lots of porn to add to your Snapchat, do that because I constantly had to be like, remove, remove, remove. I think I did it four or five times this week where people, I think it's probably spammers that they go through and they figure out how to do that. But oh. yeah, it's very strange. So naturally I left it up for this week too. <laughs> so where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at lindsayevanoff.com. You can email me at lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. Facebook.com slash Lindsay Evanoff author, Instagram at Lindsay Evanoff author, and Twitter Evanoff Lindsay. If you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page. And until next week. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com.